1: Celebrate.
2: Welcome to the official Light Years After Show. There are fans in Oracle, or sorry, wow, there are fans in the Chase Center. Kyle Madsen. Kyle. It's been too long here. How do you let's start there. How do you feel about the fact that they
3: finally have fans back? It was almost jarring at first just because I got so used to there not being fans in attendance that when they cut to actual people reacting to, to things it it was kind of like It felt, it felt weird. Like it did at first without people.
2: I know, man, I was, I was thinking about, I was like, Oh, there's fans there now. And then now, and then my second thought was, "Mm, I don't really want people that close to me ever again. (laughs) Uh, But, but with that said, let's get to the game. Um, So the start of the game was a little terrifying with Steph having the foot issue. I. it seemed like he just had to get something adjusted there because, you know, he was fine after the game got going. Um, Other than that, I don't think we could have asked for a better game. You know, the Nuggets are obviously uh, down Jamal Murray, but they've kind of won three or four of the last games since then. And really from the beginning to the end, you couldn't have asked for a better performance than the Warriors. I thought, I thought this was a complete team effort. Um, We'll go down the line here, but, this is about as good as they've played all year, right?
3: Yeah, and it looked, I think the most encouraging part to me is it looked sustainable. It, did, that, like Nothing happened tonight that was like, oh, that's weird. That's not, you know, Kelly already didn't go for 40 or something crazy like that. He just had a good, like, really solid game. And for a while, it felt like they, they were winning on the back of Steph and then some other player having a stat line they're never going to have again in their life.
2: You mean that... Draymond getting 19 assists and two points.
3: <laughs> no, that's
2: pretty...
4: yeah.
3: <laughs> It's tying a career high for him, but it, it's it's in that I, I mean I guess I I guess it's not wild to me that Draymond went for two points and nineteen assists. Like
2: No, you no, you are right. Like that's a thing. Um I feel like the elephant in the room now is if we want to talk big picture about the Warriors, it's objectively Draymond is best when he's the center. Uh, whether you have another big next to him who's like a de facto power forward on offense or not, like when Draymond gets to play that point center role and the lane is open and guys are cutting, you know, like I feel like Kelly Oubre might have been the biggest beneficiary of it tonight because we've seen Kelly Oubre when he's asked to play like a wing role and the lane's congested. He takes a bunch of jumpers and he's just an inconsistent outside shooter, right? right? But when he's got well, he's got an open lane. That's where you really want Kelly Uber to, to to star because he's super athletic, he's long, all that sort of stuff. And it really brings kind of like when if you can design a roster where you have Steph Curry doing Steph things and Draymond as a de facto center, and you find the other three players who can fill the gaps coherently around that, that's still a team who is as competitive as any team in the league.
3: That's why I said tonight felt a little bit different. Like Kelly Oubre looked like he's I don't want to say turned a corner, but is figuring out how to best be successful in this offense and it helps that he's knocking down shots as well. That's I I know the the thing to say right now is like oh the Warriors are a problem. The Warriors are going to be a problem and and like maybe <laughs> I I mean maybe maybe they they take Dallas or not Dallas, but win a couple of playing games and take Utah to 6, but um when they play like they did tonight, it becomes easier to see, um, why why that would be the case.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's like um, I I don't want to focus on, so I don't want to focus on like the big picture negative stuff. But it like it, it kind of gets to the point where it's like you still have. Steph curry who's one of the two to three best players in the nba you still have like this scheme that works and everything and it's they're better when they don't have james wiseman they're better when they're not trying to play big they're better when they're not trying to do all this other stuff and like if you have enough of a roster that can get it going in this capacity like they're going to be a problem for for utah they're going to be a problem for phoenix whoever they've You know, basically, as long as they don't face the L.A. teams, uh, they're going to be a problem for anyone just based on this roster right now. So it's like a question of what. There's there's two things going on, one, how can they make the best of this season now? But like the broader question is, we know who Steph Curry is, more importantly, uh, because Steph can play with anyone. We know who Draymond Green is. We know Draymond's best is this point center role with everyone (laughs) cutting off of him in the open lane. What do they do in the offseason to build around that? Because this year, like, I mean, let's be honest around it. It's it's not like the players they have are bad. It's just like the fit of all of it doesn't necessarily come together and they're not so talented that they can overcome the fit.
3: Does it feel like... All right, let me let me start here. Does it feel like Clay would make a major difference to you, like having that one extra shooter slash defender? When you I talk mean, around, when you talk about building around that, like the first thing that came to my mind was like, all right, well, they need they need more shooters, like they need more consistent shooters, and then Clay is obviously coming back next year. Hopefully, what what kind of difference does he make to you? he obviously
2: makes a huge difference because like the thing about clay is like, he's pretty much the best three and D player of all time. Like there, how many players are as good of shooters as clay in history? There's like three to four, you know, you, you could argue, you know, like Steph's better, but like, you could argue like Ray Allen, Reggie, Miller, like he's on the short list. And then the thing that makes him really special is none of those guys are as good defensively as clay. Like I thought Ray Allen and Reggie Miller were excellent defenders or pretty good defenders in their prime, but like, they're not as good as clay was. And the fact that he can do both things makes him just kind of like the basically coaches porn, to be honest, because he can like play in any scheme. He can play in any situation. Like there, you know, usually when you have a guy who can shoot that well, you're, you have to compensate for them in some way. Like even right. love Steph to death. Um, Maybe the best offensive player of all time, definitely the best shooter of all time, but like Steph six three, at some you do have to compensate for that in your team just mm-hmm. by proxy of the fact that like he's not six ten. You know, like mm-hmm. those are things you have to come up with, right? So I, I do always feel like that's Clay's thing. I think Clay helps him, but he doesn't solve the problem. You know, he doesn't solve right. So so Clay is is a, a great piece to have there. Period. But like he's not, you know, fixing. He's not making Looney better. He's not. He's not doing a bunch right. of other things. So,
3: but shooting is the first thing. When you ask how you build around that, like they need, they need more players that can knock down shots. And maybe he Jordan also- Pool is one of those guys. He's been playing really well. But I, 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 you just, I don't know. Go ahead. I cut you off.
2: <laughs> You're fine. Um. Yeah. No. Jordan. P- Jordan Pool. By the way, has been excellent, and it's been. I want to I want to give a little st- shout out to our guy Steve Kerr for giving Jordan Poole a little more rope because yep. I I feel like Jordan Poole is one of those type of players who you you can't yank him on his first uh, his first mistake you can't yank right. him when he uh, he's experimenting and maybe turns it over or whatever it may be like w- with creativity comes some plays you may not love all that mm-hmm. way, but like with it also comes the good side. And like Jordan Poole finally playing with a little freedom has been significantly better for the Warriors over the last couple of months, particularly since he come back from the G league bubble. And it, you know, it's, it's good to see Steve Kerr finally kind of giving him that rope because he's super talented. There's no other around y- it. Like yes. there's, yes. This team has not had a proper six man for pretty much in you know a decade, I guess. So like, right. you you, you right. have to go back to like you have to go back to Jordan Crawford to to get like a proper six man <laughs> on this team. So, oh, Maples wants on the stage. I'll put Maples on the stage. How's that sound?
3: What a guy! i will bring him in. Maples great. What's uh, going on with you? You're coming on up, the man?
5: stage and you know you're going to mute the background? What the fuck, man?
3: Unbelievable. <laughs> My
5: bad. You feel me? We, You feel me? It's, it's a lot going on. I got the Peloton in the background. You feel me? <laughs> Where yeah. are we at these days on the Peloton? <laughs> what's going on with y'all,
3: though? Trying to make enough money to own a Peloton?
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, man. That was. I feel like from a Warriors perspective, you can't ask for much more than tonight. So, uh, I want <laughs> your take on this, Maples. Like, there's th- – I don't really know where to go with this game other than, like, big picture. Draymond has to play more center, and that's, like, a roster question they got to answer in the offseason because they built a roster this year where he doesn't get to play that
5: much. Man. So, where I'm at with the with the Warriors, they, they just – I've been. Remember, I told you a long time ago they should have just traded the pick. It's just they play better small, so this is why everything is kind of maximized for me right now. And I I put a comment in there: if they play anybody besides the LA teams, they're gonna win. They're gonna win around in the playoffs. Any any team that's not an LA team, they're gonna win around. So
2: okay, let let me ask you this. Let me ask you this: if you are if you're Bob Myers, let's just call the season what it is. Like they're gonna make the playoffs. They're gonna. Potentially scare Utah. Whatever depends on the matchup, right? What are you looking to do in the off season? Because like, inevitably you want to compete with the LA
5: teams. What are you trying to do here? You got to add a, a off the dribble shot maker. I don't know where that. I don't know whether that's a, a Levine. Even a DeRozan works because Steph is going to be the guy. DeRozan works as a number two or number three. DeRozan is something to look at. Um I don't know, you know, my guy in New Orleans, you know, allegedly is not happy there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the but any any type of any type of shot creator off the dribble to just kind of play off Steph and the gravity that Clay will get, even if it's just, you know, fifteen or twenty minutes that Clay can give you in the first part of the season. But that's that's where I think they need.
3: Do you think Jordan Poole can do that?
5: Uh I think he's a, eventually, but just the timeline, like depending on that in the championship sure. setting,
3: Next right. year, I just
5: I don't know if that's that's feasible.
3: That makes sense.
5: Where you out with Where you at with Denver right now, I man?
2: Because like they look, um, they find like they they had the the post like you know your guy getting injured. Everyone kind of pulls together, and tonight they finally look like a team is like kind of legs coming out from under them.
5: It's just it's a wrap, man, for Denver. It's just 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 too many injuries, man. You lose Murray, who was you know kind of track record of going off in the playoffs you got uh, you know, Barden goes down and that. We don't know how serious that is. It's just, it's a wrap, man. It's just, they got to chalk it up. It's tough, too, because this is literally the way Jokic was playing and the way Murray was starting to play. I had them as a second-best team in the West. Like, I was going to take them to beat the Clippers again. It's just, it's just a wrap now. It's just tough. Mm. That's rough. Um, I, w- I want to
2: ask you one more question, then we're going to open this up to callers if you want to stay on the line. Um what are your thoughts on Wiggins' play with the Warriors right now? Because like I go back and forth on how much of a piece he should be for the future for them. Like obviously they're it, it's a transition year. Just until the Andrew comes Wiggins back. thing. Yeah.
3: Isn't that where isn't that just a space he exists in in the NBA? Is you're not sure if he's worth a contract or not?
5: Man, I think I think I think the the normal the Wiggins like it's good. He's good. You can look at what he's making, <laughs> and then it's like right. Ooh. But he's, like, defensively, I think he's a second-team all-defense guy this year, in my opinion. Like, the guys, he's kind of locked up and made the game real tough with them. I think it's hard to deny, you know, what he's done uh, defensively this year. Offensively, you know, it ebbs and flows with his shooting and his, uh, his settling.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
5: For kind of mid-range jumpers, but it's hard to keep him off the all defensive team. I think just off that, he has value alone.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree with you there. It's like I, I mean, that's that's kind of the story of the Warriors' season. Like you know, they're not bad. You know, they have a player you can build a contender around, but they're kind of sitting in this weird limbo state. And I feel like this is every post-game show. We're just kind of like, <laughs> where,
6: where
2: can they where can they go from here? Because it's like. They're maybe the only team who has, like, a dude you can build a a true contender around who's not, like, actually got a contender fucking built around him. So, they're just kind of sitting in a weird spot. Let's open this up to questions. You guys guys cool with that? I'm down. Let's get going. All right, let's try this out. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball players strike out with the bases loaded. The best golfers sometimes three-putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom sometimes, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go to roman.com slash light now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A US licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash LightYears and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving your home. Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com LightYears and get $15 off your first month. Look, there's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Get Roman.com slash light years. Get started now to save $15 off your first month of treatment. Larry. Hey, guys.
1: Yeah, great win tonight. But I feel like, I don't know about the rest of you guys, but like the, a lot of the wins recently, the more we win, the more just like annoyed I get at the first half of the season. You know what I mean? Like, because like, a lot of the things they're doing now is like a lot of like literally what the fans, I like guess, like not the fans, but like me, you guys, right? And saying like all along, right? And I think what's like really annoying is that like the coaching staff obviously know what works, right? Because in the first half of the season, when they were chasing wins, right, they have these really obvious tells, right? Do you guys remember that like uh those comeback wins where like Steph will come back at the eight minute mark, right? They'll play Draymond at the center, right? And then like they'll run a lot of high pick and rolls and like they'll bust these out like every game out of, like, 10 or something, right? And you just like, go away from it, despite the fact that it works so well. So, like, it's great that, like, they're sticking to it more recently, they winning a lot more, but it's just, like, man, like, it, it's just, like, really annoying why they didn't do it earlier. And honestly, I think because they didn't, they must have wasted a Steph Curry's MVP season. What do you guys think?
2: Larry, appreciate that. Um, I agree with you. Like, hey, I'll, I'll give a defense here. I do think they were experimenting. Like, I don't think anyone thought Kelly Uber was a shooting guard. Like they knew he was kind of like a power, like a, a slashing wing more than like trying to make him a clay Thompson type. Um, but it's rough to watch. I'm like, you know, like Steve, I, I'll say this about Steve Kerr, that the dude's bad at lying. Cause like he, he can't get on the podium and just like, you know, tell you like, you know, Oh, we're just, we're trying to figure it out. He's A whole like, We'll fuck with the media a little bit that way but um
4: it's
2: it's it's rough because like this was all like this isn't the most complicated roster to figure out i'm gonna ask maples on this like this this isn't like this isn't like some sort of multivariable calculus to figure it out in the beginning of the season right
5: <laughs> yeah just i mean i, I was with you with, with with the steve Kerr thing just like i remember um I put all that stuff about you know Steph's PPP and whatever like he's right. first in everything, and you were like, uh, okay, it took long enough. You took your twenty games to figure out what you have. You gotta kinda <laughs> just give. You just gotta kind of give him the ball right now. I think they got way. It took. They took way too long to get to that point where just okay, we just gotta give Steph the ball as much as possible, like.
2: That's always a that's a weird part to me. It's like, all right, I understand like your your experimentation's more about like trying to get other people going and like maybe empowering them, but like fifty games in, come on man.
5: <laughs> <laughs> right. I was like, it's a way too long to get here. All right, let's let's move let's keep moving.
2: At least he
3: got there though, right? Like I was certain yeah. it just was never gonna happen.
2: All right, Juwan, what's up, man?
6: What's up, fellas? How you guys doing? Good. What's up? Kind good. Perfect. So uh, based on your when you guys are talking about what the Warriors would need for next season, uh, I have a two-part question. Uh, First being, would you guys, if you had to pick one, would you rather part ways with the pick or Wiseman? So the Minnesota pick or Wiseman next year? And then two, uh, assuming that the trade market's really hard and you got to give up a lot to get a nice player, uh, not excluding like Giannis and Kawhi, who is the player you'd give up Wiggins, the pick, and Jordan Poole for?
2: So 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 like. Uh, question one is, which one would you rather give up more? Question two is, who are you? Who's who are you willing to sell the whole thing for?
6: Exactly. Not like excluding like obviously like Giannis and Kawhi, yeah, like yeah, the yeah, top yeah. top tiers.
1: Appreciate it, fellas.
5: All right, Joan, appreciate oh, it. Uh, Maples, you go first. I don't think anybody's worth all that. You know what I'm saying? Like that you're talking about the he said the Wiggins, the Minnesota pick, and this year's pick. Is that what he said? And Pool, And
2: Wiseman. He was basically saying you trade Wiseman, the Wolves pick, and whichever, you know, Draymond Wiggins, whoever, like to make the, uh, the sure, salaries man. work.
5: I don't think there's anybody outside of a top tier guy like is is like is Bradley Bill worth that? You know what I'm saying? It's like even if he, he's not even allegedly on the block. So, I mean, is Levine worth that? You know what I'm saying? Those are the type of guys that are possibly gonna be, you know, shopped if they can't agree like on with their team. So I don't know if anybody's worth all that. So that'll be the, the haggling point. If you give up all that, you probably have to get like two players back. Like one of those little mid tier star players and a role player in That's a lot. You know what i mean? That's that's a lot to give up. Oh, so, so you wouldn't out. you wouldn't give all that
2: up for Brandon Ingram?
5: Dude, that's, a, I mean, you're talking about, <laughs> we, you're talking about Wiseman, the, the Minnesota pick, and, you know, Wiggins, that, like, that's a lot for a guy that's not, that's not, you know, that MB He's not an MVP. Yeah. That's the that's, that's first team, that's a, at least like a second team, all NBA type guy you trade for.
3: I suppose that's banking on Wiseman becoming good, though. At least long term. Because if he yeah, never even makes I an mean, all-star team, I think that's worth
2: it. He's super talented. At this point, you got to treat him as a sure. top prospect. Like, um, it, it's fair to wonder, like, my bigger my bigger concern with Wiseman is, like, by the time he figures it all out, Steph's going to be 37 years old,
3: you know? Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. That's um, what it's like. Like, Maples just said timeline. That's what, like, everything kind of comes back to is they're in that weird space between Steph's window and when Wiseman is going to be an effective player on a championship team, an effective player on a championship well,
2: I, team? Well, I, I, I feel like they're in the, um, and I've said this before, it's like the same thing the Celtics went through when they had Kyrie, Horford, but also Tatum and Brown, where, um, you know, everyone knew they wanted to make a trade, but, you know, they they weren't willing to trade both Jalen, but both Jay, you know, Jason and Jalen, for just anyone. But at the same time, like, you have you, you know, you have two stars in their prime. They're like, yeah, you know, we're we're not really interested in your like five year plan. We're trying to win next year. That's kind of the issue. The Warriors are going to probably run into a trades where it's like they can conceptually say, I don't want to trade Wiseman and the Wolves pick because that's a, it's a ton. But the other team right. is going to be like, how desperate are you? Right.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so I have a question, like a scenario for you guys. So let's say the Clippers fold again, right? Early second round, flame out. And all of a sudden, you know, Kawhi, is, Kawhi can't opt out. You know, I know he wants that. There's a 250M, you know, contract waiting for him. Right. Let's say, you know, he opts out. Is that a sign and trade you look at? I mean, if, if you have to come off Draymond with, you know, with the Wiggins and, and the pick and a couple of the Minnesota pick and your pick, do you do that for Kawhi? Oh, absolutely. For Kawhi, okay. Kawhi's a top-five player.
2: Okay, top-five okay. player just... who, who right. matches your... Like, it, it, it becomes dicier when you're talking about, like, second... T- you know, guys like Bradley Beal, who you're like, they're they're amazing. But, like, you're really willing to mortgage the future for a player. You can't <laughs> guarantee yourself right. a shot well, at a title. Like, it's not like, you know, you put Kawhi on the Warriors, it doesn't mean that they win a title. It. But it does put them very much in the driver's seat to get a title, so or like to be in that conversation. Like it, mortgaging everything for a guy who doesn't put you in that situation gets a little.
3: I agree well, with it, that. I agree with that. And especially if you're moving, what was it, Wiseman the pick and and Wiggins, for a player like Zach Levine, you're just turning yourself into kind of one of those middle-of-the-road teams that's not quite complete enough to win a title.
5: Right, I, yeah, <laughs>
3: <saying>. You got to <laughs> get
5: another player back if you're going to do that, is what I'm
3: saying. You yeah. No, I, so. I agree completely.
5: All right, we'll keep moving.
2: Let's get to the next caller. Jake, what's up, man? The guys, hey, yes, can you Abby. hear me?
1: Yeah, yeah I, I can I, hear you, man. Probably change that Abby after Ubre's recent streak, but... Uh... <laughs> I just wanted to get your guys' take on Ubre's mindset. I was wondering if you guys think he's more of the set of, I found my six-man role, I like what I'm doing, like I can see a future with this. Or if he's more just like, hey, I'm I'm getting buckets off the bench, but I'm just ready to sign for a starting spot and get a good contract next year.
2: All right, Jake, appreciate the question.
5: Maples, I'll let you go first. Um, If Ubre is going to keep playing like this, then – you know, it's, it's all a go, but dude, I, I just, it's too much, you know, non high IQ play for me to really be seriously invested in him. If I'm a warrior fan, like down the road, that's not something you want at that, you know, at what he wants to be paid to. It's just that we appreciate you this year and, you know, thank you. See you down the
2: road. I, I just, I just don't know who's giving him that big contract. You know what I'm saying? Like I, he he's one of those dudes who's like, like he's, he's objectively a good player. And, um, you know, you, you're happy with them on your team. If, if it makes sense, but like the type of player you get all, um, annoyed about if you if you give them like, you know, <laughs> right. 30 million or something, and like they can't sign anyone else. So I, I just don't know wh- where that comes. Like in terms of his happiness, like I don't read into anything about like him wanting to start or anything. Like, yeah, dude, he's a free agent. He's trying to leverage everything to get as much money as possible. I would do the same thing. Like nothing nothing weird there.
5: Yeah, just but you know, just the recent the recent string of play is, is is is, you know, promising. I think you'd like to see that. He's just he's not trying to do too much like uh he was early in the season. Earlier in the season he was like really worrying me. I was like Yeah, he was
2: trying to do everything. <laughs>
5: this guy's just trying to get paid.
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, we'll keep moving.
5: Hey, Jonathan,
4: what's up, man? What's up, y'all? How are you doing? It's good. How are you
2: doing, man?
4: Good, good. So I uh, actually proposed a trade in the chat. Uh, so I was thinking of, OK, look, Draymond needs some scoring next to him. And the Rockets, there hasn't been a lot of reports, but I'm hearing that they want to sell high on Christian Wood for a young player and a pick. So what about Wiseman for Christian Wood and throwing Golden State's first rounder this year? Not and so speak. you can keep you can keep the mini pick too.
5: Oh, okay. Well you keep the mini pick. That's something I consider. Like that's not that's not a farm selling trade. Uh defensively, you know, Woods got a lot lot of ground to make up defensively. Draymond might be able to cover that, but man, uh Woods defensively, man. I <laughs> I seen the rockets game.
4: So that's the, and that's the big thing. If you put Draymond next to C Wood, you can just right, leave Chris right, Wood right. at more of a rent protector and he can kind of be on the perimeter a, a little bit with switches where he's bad is what big guys in
5: the post with Draymond can, can handle. But I got you.
2: No, that's they consider. I have a hard time with talent. I love Christian Wood, but like that feels like just a little too much of a sell low on Wiseman. Like I think Wiseman's is going to be an excellent player. I just, I just don't think it's aligned with uh, <laughs> with Coe. You, you know what I'm saying, but like, I hoping for hoping for a better return in the short term than Christian would. So, that's I have a, a question are
5: Are you happy? Are you trying to retain Marquise Chris? I like
2: Marquise or? Chris. Yeah, I'd be happy with okay, him coming yeah, well, back.
5: You know, I, I think if he hadn't got hurt, I think they would have traded water a little better. You know, he's he's a capable guy yeah. who understood what they were doing. Like that was an underrated big loss for what the Warriors like to do. Although,
2: well, it's 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 tricky because he I can't tell if he would have made Wiseman look better or worse because he would have played more. So if he plays more, that's less opportunity for Wiseman to kind of, you know, look young and make mistakes. But at the same time, if Wiseman's playing like 10 minutes a game because Marquise Chris and Looney are playing so much, like it's not a good sign either. So...
5: That's a trick. Like the trick, whatever trade they. My thing, remember I told you is like they can't go in there with Wiseman and whoever that Minnesota pick is with. It's just too much youth for the second best player in the NBA, man, who's going to be 34 next year. Yeah, it's just you, you got you got to move something to get a, a win now, player. Even if it yeah. feel like it's going to cost you in five years, you just kind of owe it to Steph, man, to kind of make to move all the down, move all the chips and center. And of the it's table. just.
2: And it's just very clear to me that they're trying to do the, like, leverage thing. They're trying to do the, uh, the Celtics, like, you know, trying to act like they're cool with everything this way. And, like, it could go either <laughs> way. It could, it could go either way. It could, it could be genius, or you could be watching, you know, everyone walk out the door and, like,
5: all right, now it's a Wiseman's team, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> that, man. And, and I think it, what, made, what, what made it even more complicated was the, the knee injury. So right. Even if you are shopping him like that that lowers the return a bit because you know big man and even if it's uh even if it seems minor sure. if it's fully repaired the fact that they had to go you know under the knife that's uh, that's you know that's that's a red flag. No, it's or, not it's, or, it's, or, it's
2: not a, it's not ideal. Um, right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, we let's keep moving. I got I got a couple of callers here we got to get to. We got to get our guy Luke in Australia. Luke Hey, y'all that me. Yeah, I'm here. What's up, man?
6: Hey, but yeah, good, hey, hey, maple's big fan, buddy, I like seeing your your Wiseman slander on the time. I would you to lay off him a bit? It's not slander, <laughs> and I don't want to hear any more fucking chatter when Lomelo comes back talking about oh, we should have taken Lomelo. lay off the kid, fuck me dead, hey I love your banner, it's good mate um question question for you, buddy, um. I know you were talking about the Pelicans before. I know you're a Lakers, boy, you're a Lakers boy, and everything. It's all good. But um, my uh, my man Boger, a few months ago, I don't know if you knew on his pod, he said that basically the Pelicans were um, the Pelicans were pretty much fucking sick of SVG, and it was like you know they were off the joint. Do you, from what your spider senses tingling, do you think uh, do you think do you think there's going to be a massive shakeup in that joint? And do you think like do you, do you think Ingram's going to ask to get out or whatever? And by the way, before you answer. Fuck that Compazzo guy today. He's a dickhead. <laughs> Steph Scott. Cheers, boys.
5: <laughs> Luke, Luke, I appreciate you. Luke, Luke absolute Luke legend. Luke off the top row. I mean, um, this is what Luke, I. This you for me. We,
2: I, go ahead, go, go ahead. For, so I'll go second one. I was gonna go for it. I was gonna. I was gonna say Luke didn't give us the Jessup update, but you
5: know we'll right. live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but as I'm gonna say, as far as the, the the Pelicans or whatever, it's just. It's a mess, man. There's a whole bunch of pieces that don't fit. It's just not good. I would not be surprised if if uh, Zion took the qualifying offer, man. And there's a, little, there's a little bit of smoke about that, you know, coming from around the organization. So that, that'll that be uh, interesting to see. But there's just a bunch of pieces that don't fit. You know, I've heard revelings about, you know, whether or not B.I. is happy. But, you know, it's whatever. When you sign five years to a bad franchise, you know, them's the break. So it's kind of hard for me to feel bad for, man. Keep cashing the check, <laughs>
2: Uh, I just, um, you know, someone's going to be someone's going to be the first player to take the the qualifying offer over the max. And like, I thought it was going to be Brent. I thought it was going to be Ben Simmons. It wasn't. Maybe maybe it's on. Maybe it's not. But like at some point, someone's going to do it. And that's going to that's going to lead to a lockout. NBA owners are going <laughs> to shook. NBA owners are going to be shook when a twenty twenty two 22 year old says no to 200 million. For a f- like eight million dollar deal, just so they can have freedom.
5: Yeah, man, it's just I don't. I just I did those like, if you look at that interview when he's talking about New York, you know what I'm saying? Like he volunteered that information. It wasn't just like they asked him. He's like, oh, that's know, man. that smile. That smile was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was.
2: That's like that's like some like high school falling in love smile. So I, mean, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like I that that was like me the first time a girl told me she'd go on a date with me type of stuff. <laughs>
5: right? He was just too happy.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, let, let's get this moving. Let's get Jamil up here. Jamil, what's up, man? Uh,
5: hello. It's Pablo.
7: Jamil? What's Yo, up, man? I don't really have any complaints today. It's just looking at. <laughs> Clay on the bench, man. I feel bad for the guy. Like oh, you can, you can
8: see his
5: eyes. Like he's in tears. Like damn, it's bad for the league with him not there, man. It's bad for the league, man. The league is better when he's in the game.
7: I mean, they should check when that dude maybe doesn't have a depression or something. Like you can see him on the bench. Like oh man,
5: <laughs>
7: I agree. It's,
2: yeah, it's
6: that, feels, that's I'm what I say.
2: Jamil, appreciate you as always, my yeah. man. Go on every day. <laughs> Jamil is <Jamil's> my favorite. <laughs> all right,
0: let's keep this moving. Said, what's up, man? What's up? What's up? Hey yo. My my thing is, man, I think we all stopped a little bit. We stopped breathing for a little bit when we saw Steph go out. And then Absolutely, he comes back man. and just knocks them out, man. This guy is incredible. I, I really honestly just amazing. Uh, everyone, everyone should be talking about him being MVP. You see Steve Kerr just said he's the MVP. <laughs> How much role does he need to go on, or how long does he need to do this for people to actually consider him really the MVP? I mean, he knocked out Jokic twice in one week, right? Ooh, that's a good Ooh. that's a good
2: question. All right. Appreciate the question, Saeed. All right. So so Maples, I'm I'm gonna ask you this right now. So the Warriors 29 or 30 and 30. Uh-huh. Um, let's let's be real about this. Like their best case scenario is getting up to the sixth seed. They're more likely going to be the seven or eight seed. What what do you give Steph as a chance to actually win the MVP this year?
5: I'm gonna say seven gets him in the conversations. He gets to six, which means they have to go from they're in tenth right now to six. I damn near have to give it to them. They get to six at this point, because there's 14 games left or 15 games that they have to go on like an incredible role to get to the sixth seed. So if they do that, I I'll give it to him man. You know, I I I'm think Jokic is has a fair amount of, you know, space around the next to uh, around the rest of the field because guys are just injured, right? right. Guys haven't played, like LeBron was close too, uh too many games missed, uh Embiid too many games missed, you know what I'm saying? So I would have to lean I I if he gets six, I'm going to say give it to him. I'm with you there. I'm I'm looking at this right
2: now. Um they're nine they are three games behind the six seed Dallas oh, yes, is the six seed right now it's not insurmountable particularly with the schedules kind of favorable the schedule like I mean they got they got a lot of OKC they got a lot of Houston they got a lot of
5: they got they, three they Pelican got a few games that's, that's 150 they, points to step three Pelican games 150 yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and and by the way those by the way, the most annoying thing about the Marvel thing is, like, that might literally be games that decide who makes the playoffs. Like, right. On, yeah, <laughs> I think, but the,
5: to be fair, they did say it was alternative, but you kind of want sure. to focus. Well, I think you want to focus on the basketball stuff for a game of that magnitude, in my
2: opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I agree with you. I agree with you there.
5: Hold up. Time out, time out, time out, time out. One more thing. Uh, Tyson Jackson, I, you just confirmed to me that you did not see Hakeem Olajuwon while playing. I say, Jokic is the most skilled big. Jokic is the most skilled big we ever seen. Come on, come on, young brother. Come on, young brother. You got to come on, young brother. I need you to turn on that uh, that, that 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 YouTube, baby. A- Akeem was a, was a different breed, baby. Don't let the three point shooting fool you, baby. Everything else, Akeem was better.
2: I mean, I might I might even go with Shaq over over Jokic. Come on, man.
8: In terms of just skill,
2: but anyway, that's a different comment, conversation. All right, Mike Mike Davis, what's up, my man?
8: Hey, Maples, I agree, man. These young kids don't know (laughs) basketball, man. They don't know. They don't know what we used to watch. You know, they don't know.
5: (laughs) Man, we gotta gotta reach one, teach one. Reach one, teach
8: one.
5: (laughs) Right, reach. I teach. Yeah.
8: Um, good to see Steph back tonight, uh, even with the ankle issues. But he plays through it, so that's good for him. Um, when this team has fun they're a different basketball team all together. Um, when they're out just just all smiling and laughing and having a good time, they play light, they play free, and and that makes them a better team to me. Um, and then we are about, as basketball fans, I think we're getting ready to be rewarded for all the exciting basketball we're going to see in the next, what, two, three weeks for the season. Because this play-in tournament, if you want to get in, you have to ball. And if you don't ball, you're going to get left out. Uh, We're already seeing movement, like you said, with Dallas taking over Portland. Memphis is somehow winning games. I have no idea how that's happening, but they're good. They're doing all right. Um, And then last, uh, the scoring title. Um, Right now, Steph and Beal are both tied. So that's going to be pretty exciting to see all the way to the end of the season, too. So I'm I'm excited excited. about it, man. I can't wait to to see all this basketball take place in the next couple of weeks.
5: First of all, don't, don't, don't worry about Bill with the quarantine. Westbrook going to make sure that don't happen. Westbrook, Westbrook got you. Don't even tip off that. Westbrook got you.
8: Yeah. You can't outshine
5: Westbrook, right? No way, man. Oh, shit.
8: Oh. <laughs>
5: Thanks, guys. Appreciate all, all you, Mike. Good, Mike. All good, Mike.
2: Uh, oh no, we got we got. The, oh my God,
5: oh we
2: got my the God. biggest hater
7: on Earth coming on. <laughs> what,
5: what, are you, what, what a what up, a special
7: man. night we got the two, we got the two of the biggest Bay Area uh, NBA <laughs> insiders influencers. In the
3: world. <laughs> Here we go. Do I, got,
7: do I got to kick you off? Right <clears throat> now? No, but you know what? I just wanted to join because I was I was listening to Maples on. Uh, I was I was locked into Maples room yesterday. He was he was doing like a, a Lakers room and uh you know he Maples just sounds alive tonight, you know, he just sounds alive in the, in the Warriors room. He sounds like you know what I mean like he's ha- like he's having fun. Like yesterday they were talking about they were talking about the Rockets in twenty twenty one and all, all types of bullshit. So you know, I'm I'm glad uh I'm glad you got this in and you know, uh <clears throat> kicking off your weekend with a good start, Maples.
5: Right on, man. At least you, you know, stop sending me stuff that says Dub Nation on it. Okay. Just put my name on the patch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think,
7: I think the, I think the latest one put, I think I put uh, Clutch Headquarters or something. Oh, my God.
5: <laughs> this guy. Oh.
2: She, are you, uh, Let's go. I don't, I, don't know. I don't even know what I got to say right now. Wow, you got me, you got me starstruck. We got sheet on the show
7: right now. Oh, no, nah, man. I was, just, I was just listening. My daughter listens, and my daughter just be playing around. She be listening, and I tell Sam "Oh, She just starts yelling, like, uncle, uncle, and she wants to, like, jump in on the show. <laughs> As you hear Sam and Andy, She just start saying uncle. Like, she's ready to hop on the show with
1: Oh, you...
2: Hey shoot, when are you getting back to chase? What you didn't go to night know that. When are you ready to when
7: are you ready to mask up and go to the socially distanced games? Ah oh, man, I you know, I gotta I gotta I gotta get a vaccine first. You know, I'm on my baseball right now. She just she, she <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
5: not mask. Not for sources. <laughs> her sources.
7: <laughs> no, we'll be there. I think what uh you know what I'm hoping for? I'm hoping for Warriors is playing game and make the Make you know one of the the greatest, well, one of the funnest road trips for Warriors fans is going up to Portland and catching a game up there. Uh, <clears throat> that's what I'm hoping for. I, you know, Steph Dame playing game. I think that's a must.
2: I think so too. I, I I don't know if we're gonna get that though. I think we're gonna get a little
5: Steph uh, Dirk Dirk White. So. I'm gonna say Luca, man. I'm I'm gonna, I, I think well not Luca, maybe uh I think Memphis actually they'll play Memphis. I'm gonna say Memphis.
7: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, on that note, guys, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate you, shit. Always. All right, legend.
5: All right, legend. Send my stuff I ordered too, man. I paid for that hoodie two weeks ago, man. Stop playing.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, we we do two more questions, Maples. I appreciate you. you. Can can you hang around for two more questions? Yeah, I'm good. I'm Gucci. I'm good. Peloton ain't going nowhere. I got the, I got the class pause, baby. Let's go. Oh, you, you doing you doing 11 p.m. classes? I that I gotta give you a uh, little credit there. All right. Ricky Garcia. What's up, my man?
4: Hey, what's up? Can you hear me?
7: Yeah, I can hear you. What's poppin', Ricky? All
4: right. I guess my one question is, you know, I, I noticed that I feel like this is like the first time that, you know, Ubre and Wiggins have had a good game together, you know? Uh, I'm looking at the numbers, both shooting um at least 50% from the field, decent scoring tonight. Um that's just kind of my thoughts on um the game tonight. And also Steve Kerr said after the game, you know, JTA solidified a rotation spot. So what took him sixty games to finally realize that?
2: <laughs> appreciate appreciate it, Ricky. Um, you know what I'm, I'm gonna give a Steve a little a little bit of rope you know when you uh when you spend eighty million dollars in tax dollars you gotta give you gotta give someone a, a, a little more rope than maybe you would in an egalitarian society you know. There's a little politics in coaching sometimes. You know, you don't always get to you, you know, Steve doesn't get to just be like, I'm gonna bury Kelly Oubry in the bench, that type of thing. So I'll give him a little I'll give him a little there, but like to me, w- the biggest takeaway is that they're just better playing small. And they gotta kinda be exactly. they gotta, exactly. gotta be honest. They kinda gotta be honest with themselves about it. They gotta just be like, we gotta build a roster around this thing we're really good at,
5: right? I agree. It's just, you know, you it, it just got to go small. It's just it's, it's just a little bit. The team is not great spacing-wise, but that small gives space enough for Steph to just, you know, be that much better. And the guys that, you, you know, Oubre's a good driver. Wiggins is a good driver. Poole's a good driver, right? So you got guys that can get to the cut. Even JTA is a good, you know, straight line driver off of closeout, right? So, I mean, going small gives more driving life, driving lanes for those guys. Like the Warriors can't attack the basket, you know, I will right. saying. Right. The shooting may come and go from certain guys, but they for sure can get to the rim. So I think the spacing maximizes that as well, and the cutting. You know when those guys Steph coming off those screens and those guys die right. when they overreact to Steph, like it opens all that up when you go small. So I agree with you one hundred percent.
2: Agreed, my man. As far as right, J-
5: J- JTA not playing, didn't Ubray e cost like eighty million like all together with the tax? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you got to justify that. They like ownership gonna look at you funny. It's like nah, he playing. We. <laughs> We're not cutting this check for him to just, you know, watch a two-way guy. That's, like it was, it was going to take some time, man.
2: Yeah, I mean, everyone criticizing that, like, you're not arguing with your boss and they're like, they spend all that money on something, and they're like, hey, yeah, yeah, I'll make it work. You know?
5: It's kind of how it goes sometimes. But it's kinda my question, I say it real quick. So we'll, we'll, yeah, before go we go to it. the last caller, what, what does JTA's contract next year for you look like after what you've seen this year? I mean, I think
2: he's, I think he's super valuable. I just don't know that he has. Do you think other teams are gonna bid him up a little bit? Like, I feel like they're gonna just try to offer him uh, a vet minimum with like a twenty percent increase that on minimum. next year. Ooh, I, I think they' they're, they're gonna try to extend him right now with a like escalator to next year. Like, do you really think he's he's gonna get bidders next year? Because like that's. Like that—that's the thing that I think they're going to do. Man, so. I can
5: see, I can see a team sneaking in, man. Like, hey, they're giving you a bit of them. You know, we'll give you, you know, three years, fifteen. You know what I'm saying? With a team option, right. a player option, like something like that. Like, you know, that's. I mean, he's exactly certainly, worth, you know he's saying?
2: certainly, he's certainly worth like I don't know, five to seven million. Like, that's just what I was going to say, I did, yeah. pure, you know, it's pure gamble. Like, you know the thing that makes to me the thing that makes jta super valuable is he's finally hitting shots right yep cuz yep, like he's yep. he's a good defender he's always going to be the guy who makes the glue plays but like what matters
5: is he hits
2: uh, shots at 40% instead of 30% so yeah, i think
5: the the scary part for the warriors is he's 27 so he's got right. one shot to cash him, right? So the next contract. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's going to take the highest bid, in my opinion. He's just going to have to go with Oh, of course he is. And, and
2: I, would, I would never blame him. But, like, right. I, I just don't know that he – it's a unique situation. Like, I, I can't think of a, a comparable situation of a dude who kind of, like, popped for a team at 27. Right. It's <laughs> a free agent who, like, he, he's got, like, a very – like, every – Every good team can use a guy like JTA. Like Agreed. let's just be real about that. Like Agreed. he's Agreed. he's pretty much a perfect piece for the Lakers, the Clippers, the the Jazz, the, the you run down the list like everyone can use a dude like him. So, high
5: IQ, man. High IQ, low, low usage, perfect.
2: Yeah, yeah. Excellent defender, makes the right pass and can stick a shot. Like what else do you want? Right. right. You know. It's perfect. Alright, we're gonna we're gonna end on this. Last call of the night. He what's up my man? What's up?
4: What up, Sam? What up, Jason? How are you guys? You guys Good. You guys... Can, I can hear you are a little scratchy, but alright, go for it. Oh yeah, yeah. So pretty much, yeah, I agree with Maples as far as saying Hakeem Elijah one is the most skilled big man ever. I watched that dude. He was incredible. But as far as this man, like we gotta, like, this is all about Steph. I've never seen a like in my twenty-five years of watching basketball. I've never seen anybody like Steph.
9: So my question
4: for Maples is: Do you think he's a better point guard than Magic, and more skillful?
5: Man, coming <laughs> off the coming off the top rope with the last question. So here's my thing. So uh, he appreciates you, man. Shameless, shameless, shameless plug here. You know, Temple of Hoop. Go for it. Plug, plug, man. The, the, the last episode, we actually did our top five offensive engines in NBA history. And Steph was second th- for me behind LeBron James. So, you know, that's why I think he's the second greatest offensive engine in NBA history. So, you know, that's why I think of him. But Magic is just, if you go to nine championships in a 12-year career, And did you play the last three years with HIV in your system and still play at the MVP level? Come on, man. man. (laughs) You know, you know, you know, you know, he was playing with HIV for a few years, man. They didn't just discover it, man. I'm with you there. I mean, it's just, uh, I, so
2: first off, like, let's be real about, like, comparing Steph to like Magic and Braun, like, Nothing anyone would consider five years ago, right? Like, so, so give him that, but it's, I don't know, like, he's, he's just such a unique player. Like, they, there's no, there's no other way around it. Like, he, you, you're being dishonest if you think like picking a lineup out of nowhere, like most people would pick Steph over like Braun or Magic or anything like that. Like, there's just a reality to it there, but he's, He's put himself in a certain conversation. I don't know. I, I think we just need to appreciate him for who he is. To be honest,
5: I think so. I mean He to me, like he's the second greatest point guard in NBA history. To me, like I, I think yeah. that's pretty clear. Like he, like people try to say Isaiah. Like I saw like the tail. The
2: mention <laughs> go. Let's just be real. Magic just a fat Simmons.
5: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <Y'all>... <laughs> Come on, man. I gotta. I gotta stop, man. Y'all that's like me saying Steph is Steve Kerr what would Jesus do bracelet come on man let's, <laughs> let's be respectful out here man let's be respectful out here let's be respectful <laughs> to the legends man respect the legend.
4: yeah
2: alright uh, we gonna end on that I mean right Steph, right Steph's, Steph's all time
5: Maples I appreciate you it's all good thanks for tapping me in man With, uh, on uh, no notes man appreciate you letting me uh, kind of crash no don't worry about it you're always welcome
2: All right. Appreciate everyone here. This will be on the feed. Later, guys.
9: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium?